Hello once again, dear listeners, to another episode of Aeronauts. My name is Vincent. I'll be hosting for today's episode. Uh, once again, here with us on this episode is Boss and our ladies' man, Audrey. Hola. So, Boss, care to share what you have been doing? Um, I have been... Yeah, actually, it's been a dull week. However, uh, this past three days, I've been back-to-back helping out my friends for their base check. So, yeah, that's that's my activity. And yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I've been on my off days for the past one week. So, yeah, this is that, 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 that thing that I keep myself occupied, helping out my mates on how to, you know. Yeah, that's about it. What about our ladies' men, Audrey? Mm, my week has been so-so. Just that I had uh, my off day taken out to do some extra tasks for on my job and uh, other than that maybe some jogging to keep myself active and missing some golf that's it how about you vincent how are you yeah i'm i'm, I'm good just a little bit tired um, nothing else nothing much um all right so guys um last week we actually talked about a few f- physics aviation related topic and also the piston engine uh-huh. uh, for this week i'm gonna shake things up a little bit uh, before we actually go on to our next topic, we're going to ask a few questions to you guys if you guys remember what you actually said last week. So, first things first, um, anyone can answer these questions. Uh. Um, first question, how many Newton laws are there and how many how many are related to aviation? Three, all of them. Yeah, and what, what are they? Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll, I'll just, I will not, I will tell you them, but I don't think so they are in a proper uh, range. Initial and all that. So the first, I think I'll start with the third one. Uh, equal and opposite reaction is uh, force equals to mass times acceleration. That's the initial uh, And the first one is the only one that I don't know how to... Uh, explain because the definition is too long so I'll just say it in my own words which is uh, if an object in its motion shall remain in motion until acted upon ah, yeah, that's all I can say <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Aldrich why don't you say Newton's first law much more better than me uh, but somewhere there uh, the first one is something to do with acceleration then the second one is inertia and the third one is the equal and opposite reaction Examples with our engines, trust, uh, to provide trust. Yeah, that was simple, right? <laughs> yeah, it was too simple, but okay. <laughs> I mean, good enough. Okay. All right, question number two, Bernoulli's principle. You guys have mentioned Bernoulli's principle, right? So which yeah. device in the aircraft actually related to it? Okay, uh, three indicators I could think of is uh, uh, static indicator, one of it is uh, the airspeed indicator, and the other one is mark, uh, mark meter as well. So three. That's the closest I can think of. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if outside the aircraft, uh, I could think of engines. And how about you, Alric? The flaps is the the most logical one, and the leading edge device, and also. The uh, front fan of the aircraft uh, engine and also the propeller of the turboprop where they have uh, some kind of aerofoil shape 
design? Any, any, probably any aircraft surface that's like uh, aerofoil. Aerofoil, lah. Yes, that that uh. one. How Bernoulli principle actually act out, upon uh, 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 Yeah. Uh. All right. Ready for next question? Oh, this is interesting. Yes. Next question: The auto cycle. You guys have mentioned about it, right? You mm-hmm. have you have total of four cycles. Mm-hmm. So what are they? The induction, compression, mm-hmm. combustion, and exhaust. Last question. Yeah. So the piston engine is is said to be similar to an automobile, right? So yes. so so do we actually fuel gasoline into it? We can. However, there are height restrictions and also the nature restrictions. Okay. End of questions. Okay, moving moving on to this week's uh, topic. So we'll be mm-hmm. talking about turbine engines. So guys, anyone care to explain to our listeners what a turbine engine is in a simple term? Okay, uh, a gas turbine engine is a type of continuous combustion engine. So normally, uh, uh, previously when we spoke about the piston engine, we have four strokes. However, this is a continuous uh, stroke line, in other words. So com- comparing it to last week's uh, pistons engine topic, mm-hmm. so the turbine engine can be found, basically can be found in all jet commercial aircraft, right? Mm-hmm. So is there any other examples out there uh, that uses turbine engine besides aircraft and aircraft? Actually, there is few vehicles actually uses them, such as uh, trains, ships, uh power plants, pumps, and uh, gas compressors. Uh, if you want examples of power plants, uh, the good ones are actually like uh, the dam, you know, the hydraulic uh, water dams. Uh, they use uh, to, to, uh, what the turbine energy. And for ships, uh, if you remember the Titanic, uh, although they have two piston engines, the third one in the middle is actually a turbine engine. As for ships, I'm not very familiar, but I have heard of... Sorry, as for trains, sorry. I'm not very familiar. However, I have heard of them. But uh, these are the ones that I'm familiar of. Mm. All right. So, Audrey, what are the basic functions of a turbine engine? The basic functions are the induction, the compression, the combustion and exhaust, uh, and it's called the Britain cycle, where it, where it is a constant pressure engine. Uh, since you actually touched about the Braxton cycle, what can you explain a little bit into it? The Britain cycle. Theoretically, the combustion occurs at a constant pressure in the gas turbine engine. This is achieved by partly through the continuous process of the Britain cycle. And the fact that the combustion chamber is not an enclosed place. And uh, these circumstances ensure that there are no fluctuations of pressure in the engine as there are in the piston engine. Since we'll be talking uh, all in regards to aviation, so how many types of turbine engine are there that is related to airplane or an aircraft? Uh, 
turbo fan, turbo prop, and uh, turbo shaft. But the turbo shaft is actually helicopters. Uh, yeah, that's about three. Mm -hmm. Turbo fan, turbo prop, and turbo shaft. Alright. So basically, turbo fan is like a jet engine, like what you mean, right? Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, so let's start off with a turbo fan. Uh, can you explain what's a, what's a turbo fan? Uh, in a simple in simple explanation uh, is uh, the turbo fan is uh, the engine that uses a large fan in the front to uh, which we actually call it a compressor which uh, produces most uh, power yeah so um normally they're quite commonly found on large uh, current latest uh large aircrafts like the 737s on words 737 747 uh, 75 76 77 78 so and if you go to the airbus uh, series yes yeah, about the 320s 330s 300s all of them so there is a uh, physical fan outside where it's producing most of the thrust, whereby the, the 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 small actual compressors are actually more like they're called vanes inside. The old generation turbo fans are, are technically not called as turbo fans; they used to be called as turbo jets. So it's directly a jet type of. Uh, uh, jet type of engines where it produces uh, thrust. So if uh, better understanding would be um, normally this uh, fighter jets or even the Concorde. But uh, I think Audrey will give a better explanation. <laughs> okay, so so you what what you want to know about the military jets? Uh? <laughs> yeah, Tom Gun, Tom Gun. Yeah, <laughs> you can put it like that. I don't know. Uh, okay, but actually. It's about the same principle as the turbojet, where the air gets sucked sucked in into the engine, it gets compressed, and the air is and uh, fuel mixture is mixed inside the combustion chamber and uh, goes through the exhaust. But just that the military jets we have nowadays, like the F twenty two, they have a new they have an afterburner at the back of the aircraft of the at the back of the engines, like most of the engines work. Where the the air, I mean the air gets sucked in into the engine, and then get comp compressed, and the fuel is mixed and burnt in inside the combustion chamber, and goes out to the exhaust. So the only difference is the extra afterburner at the back. It sprays extra fuel into the exhaust uh, nozzles, where they get extra power uh, for their takeoff and also maybe some combat maneuvering if they need need so yeah that's about it all right boss since yes. audrey has explained what the jet engine or basically what the jet engine is mm -hmm. uh, so can you explain what the turbo pop is <laughs> <laughs> okay um the turboprop is uh, turboprop engine is similar to how a turbofan engine is. However, the difference is it's actually using lesser blades. So ideally, we propellers normally we use maximum, uh, if not mistaken, eight for efficiency purposes. And 
it's the and the fans are not actually housed inside. It's actually literally outside. And another difference between a turbo jet and a turbo uh, prop engine is um, the turbo jet fan uh, has more of an actual type of compressor or actual actual type of uh, of uh, turbines. However, for the Turbo prop, they use more of a centrifugal type of compressor or centrifugal type of uh, turbines to actually run the engine. And we actually have an actual uh, gearbox where it you know, con- converts turbine uh, energy into uh, you know, actual uh, kinetic in- uh, energy for the... You know, sorry, actual kinetic mechanical energy for the turbo fan to function. So yes... This is one of the obvious reasons, oh, sorry, obvious uh, differences that I can think of. So, uh, which aircraft actually uses a turbo prop? I mean, besides ATR. Mm, actually, there are a lot of them, but the common ones are like the Dash, the Havilins, uh, eight series, the seven series, uh, the ATRs. Yes, of course. Uh, same goes for the Twin Otters. Um, Cessna caravans. The Cessna caravans, yes. Uh, there are normally. And so I, yeah, these are the ones that I could think of at this moment. Yes. Mm. Mm. And and then the fuel efficiency is much more better than a military jet, of course. <laughs> when you compare it like that, uh, yeah, you yeah. can. Ex- All right. So, so why do large commercial jet planes use the um, turbo fan and not the turbo prop. What kind of advantages they actually have over the turbo prop? Uh, actually, the first advantage they have is actually they can fly higher, um, I mean, higher altitude than the turbo prop because the engine is more efficient in at the higher altitudes. That's mm-hmm. one of the advantages. Uh, what Ulrich is trying to say is uh, for turbine engine, turbo fan engines, or actually overall, uh, turbo, turbo, turbine-related engines, the higher you fly, the more efficient you get because of um, you use the same amount of fuel to travel uh, far distance. Obviously, faster, yes. Um, the higher you go, because turbine engines are made in such a way that you use little, uh, n- uh, not as much of uh, of uh, oxygen burn. So that is why you know it stops at a certain height. You can't go more than that. Whereby for turboprop and aircrafts, they will stop at a certain height, not because of the engine limitation. However, it's because of the propeller limitations. Because propellers need a certain amount of uh, air density for them to create thrust. However, to grab. Is, yeah, to grab in, in short, yes, like how Aldrich mentioned, to grab air to move in front. Whereby for a turbo jet or a turbo fan, they have more than twenty-one blades, if I'm not mistaken. So there's a continuous uh, suction of uh, air in the engine. So it's just one of the differences, lah. In this, in that sense, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So, so basically, 
the, the certain limitations to the turbo prop eventually you know uh, as compared to the turbo fan mm-hmm. eventually led to large commercial jet jet planes using the the fan instead of the prop yeah but that is why they do not use uh, turbojet aircrafts fly on low altitudes because you burn more fuel compared to how a turboprop does fly. For example, as mentioned earlier, uh, when we come to economics, we were comparing a flight from uh, Subang to Penang, which is about one hour. Similarly, mm. from KLIA also to Penang, is about one hour, right? So, like for the ATRs, we burn approximately 60, 600 kilos per hour, whereby... And, uh, 737, I understand it's burning about four times or three times of what we're actually burning. Mm-hmm. So, and our cruising height also is about 14,000 feet, whereby the aircraft uh, 737, in order to, you know, get best efficiency, they'll be flying about uh, 26,000 feet, you know, to reach for, you know, you, you, you in short, we actually burn, we, we, turboprops actually burn lesser now. So in order for a turbofan to function at its most efficient fuel efficiency, it has to be flying at a very high altitude. Hmm. And I think the turbofan also it's more efficient because the engine, the air is more less dense, so the the fan will uh, will spin at a higher RPM and con- consume less fuel. That's why it's more efficient in the I mean in higher altitudes. But is there any limitations to a turbofan? Limitations. Disadvantages. Boss has has mentioned that the lower lower altitudes. Other than that, uh, ah, it's actually the turbo fans are most efficient for medium to long range because if it's flying like less than one hour range, then it's not so efficient because they have to cruise at a higher altitude. But whereby if it's a short distance, uh, journey, it may not reach the optimal altitude so they'll be burning more fuel than flying longer range ranges and it's small it's less fuel efficient hmm. yeah the only thing that i could think of for i mean the, not the only thing the other thing that i could think of right now for a turbine engine is um it is uh prone to a flame out in very very heavily heavy rain, especially like very bad water ingestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the closest thing I could think of. Alright, anything else to add? Oh yes, turbine engines are actually not animal friendly. <laughs> animal friendly. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if yeah, if a bird goes through it, it'll actually damage the whole engine and. It will deem it like you know it's a dead engine. You will actually create uh, a vast amount of drag, which can actually sway the aircraft. You know, sway the aircraft uh, in a very. It will be literally like carrying a blocked water bucket while flying. So it ruins the aerodynamics of the engine. So yeah, that that's one of the cons of a turbine engine that I could think of right now. I see in condition also. I I mean the ice pellets. Here's a problem as well. Ingestion, here, ingestion. But uh, the ones that I... Okay, yeah. Come to think, when you talk about temperature, uh, think about ice and all these things. Uh, turbine engines are not very efficient on very hot temperatures. Oh. That is why, like, if you notice, like, uh, like Emirates, uh, even in New Delhi, the runways are long. 
Mm-hmm. It's to cater for very high high temperatures. High temperatures. Yeah. Performance. So it re- it results to performance. So the hotter the air is, the more not. I mean, the less efficient the engine is. Be it the turboprop or the turbojet, as long as it's a turbine engine, it is uh, not efficient in hot temperatures, or even But, in, uh, I would say, high altitudes as well. Uh, like the 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 plateau in Tibet. Okay, overall, it's a turbine engine. Uh, we will have a small amount of uh, lag in thrust, so we we don't. Necess- I mean, when we say instantaneous thrust. Comparing to a uh, prop uh, a piston engine, the instantaneous is much more faster. It's just that it's not very noticeable unless you are familiar. I mean, you are used to flying both of the, both types of engines. In other words, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing I could think of. Like, and the other one is backflow. So normally, when engine stalls, mm. one of the reasons is the the There's a turbulent air that is going through inside the engine, and it causes the the airflow that is supposed to be going from front to back. Sometimes it backfires; it actually comes frontwards. So it's one of the reasons why we say like compressor stall or rather surge, la, surge. Mm. yeah, aircraft surge and everything. So you know, this is just one of those things la cons of a turbine engine. And yes, if a large goose goes into your engine, then say goodbye to that engine. Another thing is about the pros and cons about boarding the aircraft lah. Like like you say, you bought an ATR. Sometimes it's a bit gonna be a bit noisy because they're using yes. hotel mode thing no, to give like hotel mode. Things. Yeah, uh-huh. they call it hotel mode. Uh, so yeah, it is. Yeah, it's quite noisy. If it's really noisy, it's ridiculously noisy actually. <laughs> yeah, because they, they because they use that for I mean to. To stop the propeller from spinning, but they use the engine to provide the electrics and uh, air conditioning for the aircraft, right? Yeah. And then, but then for the turbofan, the ones you normally bought on the airlines, um, they are quite quiet. And then they actually uh, also make noise. It's just that uh, if you notice, they have a APU on board. They are also using a turbine engine at the tail, uh, so the noise is so. not as bad as how is it over in, in the ATR. So yeah, yeah. But then again, like the turbofan looks much more cooler than a propeller on the aircraft outside the aircraft because nowadays the design of the turbofans are much more cooler, lah. I think. <laughs> With the current economy, uh, I rather look uh, rugged. Turbofans, yeah. <laughs> than look cool because at the end of the day, economics come into picture, and if it's gonna give me a good paycheck at the end of the day, I'm gonna enjoy working on an ATR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. I, I will do that any day. So, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know you're not the type of person who actually prefers a prop. You're more of a jet engine person. When I say jet no, engine, no, you're no, more I like a F- 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 like kind saying, of a person. Okay, okay. Uh, so you are not even in the turbo fan realm. You are, okay, okay. you are more like the you know the 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 the, the hybrid the, hybrid. Uh, yeah, call it a hybrid. Call it the afterburners that sprays uh, at uh, the back. But uh, just for your information, any one of y'all know why do the do why do the ATRs uh, call uh the ho- call a hotel mode hotel mode or not? 
the reason why we could actually call it a hotel mode is because the engines are, engines are physically not moving, but it's still functioning. Uh, how we actually got the name hotel mode is actually uh, we got it from a shipping uh, from the cruise liners. Uh, most of our airline or air-related indications or whatever is actually coming is coming from the from a shipping navy In other words, so why we actually call it again uh, hotel mode is because when the ship is sitting idly next to the bay, yes, yes, uh, sitting next to the bay, the engines are running to supply electricity, aircon, and all these things. So similarly, we adapted it in the ATRs. We call it hotel mode, where while the aircraft is on ground, we need uh, we will not be using uh, the ground power unit. Uh, we will be using the hotel mode to produce uh, electricity and uh, air conditioning on the ground. So once the aircraft are already pushed back and the propeller is running, you are no longer on hotel mode. We will be actually, you know, the engine is working as how it's supposed to. Reason being because ATRs do not have a onboard uh, APU. APU yeah, so this is the reason why we actually call it a hotel mode. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all we have for today. Those are the pros and cons that we have described earlier about the ATR and the fun fact about the uh, hotel mode. Mm-hmm. So, before we end our discussion today, Aldrich, I'm, I'm handing over to you to, to do a quick summary. Okay, okay. Okay, for the summary that we have come across today, we went through the works of how the aircraft turbine engine works and about uh, and also for the turbo props and the pros and cons of them. Alright, thanks for the quick summary. And uh, <laughs> to, to our listeners out there, um, please, please share our podcast with your family and friends, get them to listen to us and at the same time, give our social media a like and follow. So basically, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at AER0 and UTS at AER0 and UTS and we appreciate any forms of feedback and we'd love to hear from you all soon. As for next week's uh, topic, uh, it will be handled by Aldrich, the ladies man himself. The topic will be in regards to high lift devices and also braking system of an aircraft. Alright, so on behalf of Boss, myself and Aldrich, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to us and do tune in to us again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.